And once more, it is the Reflords Pod Academy. This is episode 25. What are we doing today? Well, we're going to be talking about property auctions for buyers. And I'm joined by my guest from Reflords, Dora Liu. Hello, Dora. Hey, Dave. How's it? Thanks for having me again. Good. No, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for letting us talk about this because you always manage to find these fascinating topics. And, and, this is a topic, I've, I'm going to be honest with you right up front, I know absolutely nothing about, okay? Property auctions oh. for buyers. So my immediate thing is, okay, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's going to be a bargain, it's probably a dilapidated old rundown house or something like that. I mean, there's, there's different kinds of auctions. There's car auctions, uh, there's like furniture auctions. And I know um, some of my friends... Uh, their dads used to love going to auctions to buy used equipment of whatever way, shape, or form. Mm. So talk to me yeah, yeah, about… Yeah, yeah. So second-hand item auctions are mm. popular. Okay, well, talk to me a little bit about property auctions. I mean, is, is this something that happens? How does it work? Take me through it. Like, like any other type of auctions, um, when you talk about auctions, um, the first, you know, first thing comes to your mind is that I'm going to get a bargain at auctions, right? For property auctions, um, this might be the case, but it's not always the case. Um, so there, there are many reasons why people put their properties on auction, okay? Um, some owners actually want to sell their properties very quickly, as quickly as possible, one of the avenues that they can seek is to put on auction because you have a pool of buyers and competing with each other at the auction, you know what I mean? So, so that will sort of like generate uh, this momentum of selling. Um, so yeah, if you want to sell your property very quickly, that's also one of the avenues. Um, and then, like you said, the, the repossessed properties. Some of the properties, um, the owners are not really taking care of their debts. Um, they're not taking care of their financials, so they can't pay up um, for their properties, and they have to repossess it, or the bank has to repossess it, okay, by recovering the debt. Um, and one of the very common ways to do it is via property auction. The third reason is that if your property is for sure in high demand, and you want the you know bidders to compete with each other so that you gain a higher purchase price, then this could also be a way of you winning more, you know, than going to a conventional estate agent to sell your property. So if you want to get like a higher value for your property, um, uh, this is also a way to go. But like I said, your property needs to be in high demand. Okay, in order to attain that high value. The fourth reason um, that properties go on auction is when the property is really, really in bad shape. Okay, when, when they need vast renovations and then people usually go to auction for those kind of bargain deals. Uh, I remember there was one auction that I attended to uh, was for a 2,000 square meter um, land, well, land site with improvements on it, but the house was actually deteriorated quite badly. And then um, the auction actually went at 500,000, yeah, uh, 500,000. 
um, that was like one of the bargain bargain deals um, that I've seen at any auction. Wow. So, okay. and then, yeah, the property was sold, hey? Sure. Five, okay. uh, yeah, 2,000 square meter of land size. So that's really, really a bargain. So if you're into that type of game, then yeah, sure. Property um, auction could be one of the things for you. You just invest a lot more in renovations and sell it afterwards or, you know, live in. Um, that generates a lot of, you know, values for you. The last reason, well, but uh, I, I think it's not limited to this reason either. The property is very unique. For example, some of the properties could be shopping centers, okay, or a petrol station. They can go on auction, uh, but obviously for more commercial reasons, right? Um, some of the landlords, they liquidate. Uh, they need to, you know, offload their, their properties. Or uh, some of the landlords immigrate, they need to offload their properties. So those unique properties um, that are unconventional, you can't really find an estate you know, agent to sell those for you, then you put them on auction. Okay. Mm. And then, yeah, some, some of the, you know, interesting properties could be a lighthouse. <laughs> I mean, who buys a lighthouse? <laughs> but, to, but yeah, but that that kind of thing, you know, can be on auction. I don't know. Hey, I, I've I've seen I've seen some people renovate lighthouses. You know, watching some of these TV shows and uh, looks <laughs> like a fascinating thing to do and, and to live mm -hmm. in. But but auctions to me are, are generally scary because, as I said, my 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 sort of background there uh, is like the used goods and and things like that, and. Also, the other thing that often intimidates me quite a bit is there seem to be a lot of auction houses out there. So where do we start? Yeah, you're right. Uh, there are many, many auction houses out there. Um, and then you're going to look for those reputable ones. Um, some, some of the names you might have already heard of. Um, Brawl, one of them is Brawl. High Street Auction, Orca, and some, you know, some others. But you, you, you know, you can find loads of them on the internet. Do some kind of vetting and see what properties they have on their listings. Because I mean, you know, um, we sort of shifted everything online. So instead of going on to private property or property 24 to look for um, good, good valued properties. You can also go on those auction websites to see their listings. Okay, now, but is this is this the kind of thing? You know, once you found an auction house and you think, okay, that's that's nice. Um, can you like just attend one, like as a spectator, mm -hmm. to learn? Oh yes, absolutely. You can attend as an observer. Um, that obviously happens on a physical venue, right? Some of the auctioneers or auction houses, they book a venue on a certain date that you can actually attend as an observer. So you don't have to be a bidder to be there. And then mm. it's always nice to experience that auction vibe, you know? Yeah, it always it always looks so, you know, it's so exciting and it's fast-paced. And um, mm. I just, I don't know if I could do that because I might end up bidding more than I could or something. So, so <laughs> there is a certain etiquette involved isn't there so so mm. take me through some of those steps that we would need to go through 
Yeah, you you need to know um, the well the must knows okay of of attending auctions if if this is where you want to purchase your property from. Okay, firstly, um, you need to register as a bidder for an auction. Okay, if you're not just going there to observe, but you actually want to purchase a property there from from an auction, you need to register as a bidder with the auction house. Okay. Um, it depends on which auction house you go for. Usually that requires a, an amount of deposit. Uh, it could be 20,000, it could be 30,000, it could be 50,000. Okay. It's refundable. So it's uh-huh. not an entry ticket for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is refundable. Yeah, I was, I was about to say it's going to cost me what just to, just to go there. <laughs> okay. So, so you would put down your money there. Um, and that would then you would be able to register as a prospective buyer. You say it's refundable, um, but if mm. if you win uh, the auction, do they just take that amount, whatever it was, off of of your final price? That's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling a bit better now, um, <laughs> but uh, there <laughs> there must be some more things that uh, we need to 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 find out because. Um, I remember, and I think we've discussed this in, in one of our in one of our interviews, when you, you purchase something as is, or uh, mm-hmm. as, as one of the things, the words that we use uh, or hear quite a lot in this country, uh, is footstoots. So mm-hmm. uh, it's like as it is. Does does it work the same way with with auction properties, or do you sometimes get a chance to look at them? What happens? Yeah, absolutely. It's footstoots, and uh, you know. It appears as a bigger risk to buyers um, when you attend auction is that you can't even inspect the, the property. Uh, you know, that's mm. just not not the thing, you know, auction houses let you do. They're not the estate agents. They're not, you know, conventional estate agents that will take you through to the to the houses and then do it. You don't usually inspect the, the properties um, before before you attend the auction. Okay, so no doubt that's a, a risk factor that our buyers will have to, you know, consider. So that's why we suggest our buyers to do their research on other aspects of the property. Ah, so okay. for example, yeah, so for example, you can get valuations of the property from a third party, or if you can, you know, get it from um, one of the, you know, reports such as Lifestone, that would help you, you know, to, to get get a good idea of the value of the property, um, regardless of whether, you know, the roof is leaking or you have cracks in the wall, but at least have a general feel of the valuation or municipal valuation of the property. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, before you attend auction, you you're usually given an auction pack where it tells you which property is on auction and the description of the properties and then they give you quite a you know in-depth detail of the properties okay so, okay. so you you're not sorry dory you're not likely to kind of just see a couple of photos and um it looks all pretty from the outside but in the meantime the inside's been gutted they would <laughs> tell you about things like that hey yeah, they will. Um, they will tell you in their pack. Um, although I don't know whether it's a hundred percent of the defects that they will list on their on on their information pack, which I really really doubt. Um, so so so, but 
you know, other factual um, details and information will be stated on the pack, such as how big the, the, the you know, the land size is, um, the rights on the land, you know, the, um, mm. uh, the photos of the, of the properties. And they do need to illustrate to a certain degree of the defects within the property that they need to make the buyers aware of. Okay, as the new um, PPRA, the, the Property Practitioners Act. Um, yeah, so, so go through that, get the valuation of the property, research the suburb. Okay, you want to know where the property is situated. You know, if it is in Soweto, if it is in Midrand, if it is in Bryanston. So you need to have a good general feel of the suburb. Okay, and uh, ask questions. Uh, um, you know, ask questions to the, the auction houses and then see if they will be answered. Yeah, and then I suppose as you as you just mentioned as well, you know, it's it's location, location, location. So um, by doing research about where the property is and schools and shopping centres and all of that, that could also inform your decision. Now, one of the things though that I've always wondered about is: do you do you have to go to an auction now? You've paid your your little uh, deposit, and you're there. Do you have to walk in with a suitcase full of cash, uh, or, or is there another way that it works? Oh, um, suitcase full of cash—that's definitely not a South African thing. <laughs> we, you know, we need to be financially ready until before we go to an auction house because. The moment the hammer lands um, on the podium and that property is yours, okay, you you're obliged to fulfill the conditions. Um, so, so first of all, be ready to have that ten percent deposit uh, if you you know win a bid. Okay, so ten percent of that bidding price will be going to the auction house as a deposit for the property. Okay, and you you kind of you know bind yourself to pay for the property in full within a certain period of time. Usually that is after a month, either in a form of bond or in a form of cash. Okay, so it's always a good idea to um, to get pre-qualified from bond originators or from your bank, your private banker, whatever uh, the case is. You know, have that uh, you know surety with you before you attend the auction. Okay, so so a good idea is once you've done all your homework and you say, okay, this this property looks like something I may be interested in, um, what price am I prepared to pay for it? Then make sure you've got 10% of the price you're prepared to pay or maybe a little bit more for a deposit. And then as you say, I didn't know that you could actually get pre-approval for, for a bond on a, on a house that was an auction. I think that's quite quite interesting so you can literally as you say then go to the bank very much like if you were buying a brand new home and say look this is what i want this is what i think and they can then give you a pre-approval yeah so the pre-approval depends on your affordability so they might not necessarily need you to present an an offer to purchase of a property but rather look at your portfolio look at your profile and see how much you'll be able to qualify. And with that, you are more, you know, in a, in a better situation to make the decision for yourself. You know, am I, you know, gonna, gonna be able to pay up for the property that I'm auctioning or, or, or bidding, bidding on? 
Mm. Yeah, because I'm, yeah. I would imagine that could cause all sorts of hassles if you couldn't. Um, now, <laughs> I'm sitting there, I've got my pre-approval, I've got my deposit ready to go. Um, is, is, that, is that the end of it? I mean, once I pay, let's say we, we, I lift my number or my hand or whatever we do it and we go, okay, and they go sold to the man in the corner there. Um, mm. Once that hammer goes down, are there any other obligations I have? Because surely auction houses don't do this for free. Yeah, so bidders um, must also be very, very aware that um, you you are very likely to pay for the auctioneer's commission. Okay, so, uh, you know, in the event where you sell your house with um, um, uh, estate agent um, or you buy from an estate agent, the, the, the commission is covered by the seller. But in the case of auction, usually the bidder is responsible for the commission. And the commission rate is quite hefty. Um, it could go as high as 10% okay, of the property value. And that is on top of your bidding price. So you're going to be quite conscious of that. And then um, make sure from the auction house whether you are 100% liable for the commission. Okay, so once again, it's all about uh, paying your school fees and doing your research. Now, now, very often, and, and I've watched some of these auction programs, and they, they make all the mm -hmm. bids and they bid furiously, and the guy brings his hammer down at the end of it and says, not sold. Um, and uh, that was due to uh, a, a price, a reserve, I believe, that uh, people have put on that. Is that a thing? Yeah, there's always a reserve price on any property that's going on auction. Um, for example, you're at the auction seeing a beautiful house going, well, starting, uh, well, the uh, starting bid is one more, okay, in, in, in Cape Town, Sea View, starting bid is one more. And then sort of no one is really there to compete with you on that day of auction. You got it for 1.5 more, all right? So, mm. So you're so happy, you think the, the property is yours, but don't forget that there is always a reserve price on the, on the property, okay? That is set by the seller. Um, so let's say, for instance, if the seller sets the uh, reserve price at 5 million, even though you are the highest bidder at, on that day, um, but at a lower value, let's say 1.5 more, the seller will not let it go because it has not, you know, reached the, the reserve price. And then, yeah, so, but, but don't panic. There's always, you know, room for negotiation with the buyer. I mean, with the seller after you've won the bid. Okay. Even if you win the bid, you might not be getting that um, property. And in that case, your your deposit will still be refunded if you decide not to go ahead with the purchase. Um, yeah, so this is something we need to okay. be very mindful of. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a fantastic uh, a way of looking at things, and and I think you know if you if you've done your homework, auctions could be could be quite a, a good place to go if you're into investing in property, um, mm. but. Dora, as we wrap up today, some advice, though, that, that you as Reflords uh, would give to, to, to our listeners. Yeah, so our advice on this 
there's always that you need to do your research and make sure it is the right property at the right value. Um, because at the, you know, at the, the auction, um, venue, things might get a bit hectic and furious and then it makes you want to run into an impulse buy where you didn't want to, you, you didn't plan to pay a certain amount. But because other people are competing with you, you don't feel like losing. And then you sort of, you know, overbid, um, overbid than, than what you initially planned for. So don't run into impulse buy. You do your research, you know what the property is worth of. Don't pay anything more than that. Okay. So yeah, so that's something we would advise our, um, uh, our listeners. Yeah. It's a very valid point because I know, you know, when that excitement is up and, you know, it's going up in small increments of like 10,000 or whatever. And you go, oh, it's just another 10,000. I'll bid another 10,000. <laughs> Somebody meets you, I'll bid yeah. another 10. And before you know it, uh, you're in trouble. And also, if they then bring the hammer down with you as the winning bid, you can't go, oops, sorry, I made a mistake. I didn't really want it uh, because that's kind of a, a, a binding agreement that you've made. Dora, if anybody's got any questions, what do they need to do? So if you have any property-related questions, um, please feel free to drop us an email on terry at reflaws.co.za. That's T-E-R-R-Y at reflaws.co.za. Or you can leave us a message on Facebook or LinkedIn page, uh, which is Reflaws Property Development. Wonderful stuff. Man, that was fascinating. And that. I think I'd love to maybe one day be able to go and see one of these auctions. I don't think I'd be in a position to buy, but hey, maybe just a visit would be good. Dora, thank you so much. It wraps up this edition of uh, the Reef Lords Pod Academy. Uh, thank you. And we'll chat to you again before you know it in another month's time. There we go. As I said, wrapping it up, our special guest there, Dora Lou. Uh, we'll talk to you again very, very soon. Reef Lords Property Development brings you the Reef Lords Pod Academy. Think home, think Reef Lords.